Well, it's good to have you with us. It is finally here, the regular season. Let's get into it. Another edition of Death, Taxes, and Duval alongside Hayes Carline. My name is Rick Ballou, and here we go, Hayes. Uh, ready or not, hell, you've been ready since mid-February. <laughs> uh, it, it took me a little bit uh, took me a little bit longer, but um, it is here, and uh, the expectations are enormous. Uh, right out of the gate, though, this place has been nasty for Jacksonville over the last decade. They've lost nine of their last ten in Indianapolis. So let's break it down, and as well, let's say hello to our sponsor. Yeah, appreciate John Spicklemeyer at Spicklemeyer Insurance Agency. Give him a call, 471-7155. Let him look over your car insurance. Make sure you're not paying too much for it, and uh, he can do that very easily. He's going to look over your policy, and he's either going to tell you, look, I can save you some money, or nope, you've uh, you've got a good policy. I wouldn't change it. Uh, Why not? You you could save hundreds of dollars. John certainly has done that for me. So Spicklemeyer Insurance Agency, our good buddy John Spicklemeyer, 471 Seven one five five, and yeah, Rick, it, it has been kind of a house of horrors. But that's sort of the the story for this franchise. I mean, obviously, we had the a lot of streaks were broken last year, and uh, this isn't really a streak so much as it just has been a recent trend. But uh, but hopefully, they can reverse it. And you know, I think you have to like their chances going into this game because, I mean, outside of the Arizona Cardinals. You know, I'm not sure there's a franchise that seems as dysfunctional right now as the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, the owner is obviously uh, unstable, and there, you know, Jonathan Taylor, we know is not going to play. Well, you know, he's arguably their best player. He's certainly their best offensive player, and uh, and it's a rookie head coach. And as we've seen. Uh, that doesn't always mean that you know those guys are going to translate. Shane Steichen has NFL experience uh, as a coordinator, but I mean, for all we know, he might be the next Nathaniel Hackett. So there's a lot of unproven with Indianapolis, and that's before you even get to the mistake they made, in my opinion, taking Anthony Richardson fourth and putting their franchise in his hands. Yeah, and we're going to see him right out of the gate. It's not going to be former Jaguar uh, Gardner Minshew, and it's it's interesting because you mentioned a brand new coach. And uh, be interesting to see how Shane Steichen handles things here for the Colts. But, you know, you have old friends on both sides of the ball. Jim Bob Cooter goes over as the new offensive coordinator working with Anthony Richardson. Uh, Gus Bradley, of course, once again, manning that defense in Indianapolis, a defense which includes Taven Bryan, I I, I may add. We'll (laughs) see if he's actually involved whatsoever in the uh, defensive line rotation. But, yeah, you nailed it. I mean, Arizona, it feels like they're already, you know, performing a tank job. And you have Caleb Williams' dad already out in Los Angeles saying, well, you know, we'll see what happens as far as the draft order. And Caleb may go back for another year of college. Uh, that's a mess. But Indianapolis is, is close to it, no doubt. Jonathan Taylor, their best player, as we know, is out. Uh, Quentin Nelson did not have a classic Quentin Nelson season a year ago, and all of a sudden all that pressure is on that offensive line to pass protect here against Anthony Richardson. I love this, that the rookie's playing in game one. I obviously thought that the, the veteran presence and experience of Gardner Minshew would have given Indianapolis a better chance to win this first game of the season at home. And so they're going to turn things around to a rookie. Just look back three years ago with Trevor Lawrence. We understand that that was a complete abomination with Urban Meyer, but rookies struggle in this league. So all of this on paper and all the intangibles and everything else that you could throw at it 
really favors the Jaguars an awful lot. It does. And you would think that this is a 15-point spread, which, you know, is not unheard of in the NFL. It is not. It is a five-point spread. So I think what Vegas is trying to tell people is, look, it's a road game and it's within your division. And that normally makes it for a pretty difficult putt for the road team in week one. Uh, so, I mean, again, a five-point spread, while that's fairly high in the NFL, um, I haven't looked at every spread this week. I would imagine that that's one of the bigger ones. But and, but it's not it's not ridiculously high compared to some spreads that we have seen in recent years, many of which involving the Jaguars as the underdog, by the way. But, um, but in looking at it, I, I think Vegas is, you know, telling you they think it's a four-quarter game that, you know, there'll be some anxious moments with five minutes left. I, I don't see that kind of game, but if the Jaguars play this the wrong way, and by that I mean if defensively they give Anthony Richardson a lot of man coverage looks, uh, he could burn them. I mean, he could run yeah. for a bunch of yards. And so... Uh, I know it's not popular. It's not how you want to do it in the NFL. This is a 51-49% league. But shame on Mike Caldwell and shame on Doug Peterson if this isn't almost an entirely zone scheme against Anthony Richardson because he's just shown no ability in a game situation to be able to read it and beat it. Rick, I'd almost go as far as to say... I think I'd only rush three at him the entire game. I'm not really interested in sacking him. Because for one, I'm not sure I can get him down. So that's the even if I get to him, can I get him down? That's that's not a given because he's such a big guy. The other thing too that's is if I'm yeah. dropping eight guys into his field of vision, I don't think he's going to find his guys. I mean, I would make Anthony Richardson throw it from the pocket 45 times in this game. And if he does try to extend it, I mean, there's no reason if you've got eight guys dropping back on a significant amount of these plays, no reason that you should not have somebody in the neighborhood when he breaks left or he breaks right or he elects to come up the middle. I, I mean, that's it's simplistic. And these guys spend these coaches spend hours all offseason on these opponents, particularly the divisional ones, and coming up with something really crafty and, you know, oh, we, we poured our heart and soul into this game plan. I think this game plan is easy. Don't make it a street game, and you're going to hold him to very little offense and probably a lot of mistakes because he's shown no ability to handle the cerebral element of playing quarterback and breaking down what his own defense is presenting. You know, a guy who clearly struggled a year ago as far as uh, his his pass completion percentage at the University of Florida. It's not too often where you struggle, uh, you know, in your final year of college and all of a sudden uh, remarkably improve during your rookie season in the NFL. That just doesn't happen. It's typically the exact opposite. You know, there was so much attention on last year's team with Doug Peterson coming here, but the the men that he announced, a first-time offensive coordinator, obviously Press Taylor not calling plays, but, you know, a first-time um, uh, special teams coordinator, and Heath Farwell, and then the aforementioned Mike Caldwell, who, who did look like a deer in headlights, I thought, you know, the first couple of months of the season. And, you know, I think the result there is that they were pretty vanilla. They didn't show a lot, but then they changed. And that happened when, you know, Darius Williams went to the outside and, Trey Herndon came back in and, and played the nickel. But we started to see 
um, three safety looks, at times three linebacker looks, uh, just doing a lot of different things. And, and this preseason, I've really gotten the feel that they're going to be a little, more, a little bit more exotic, that we're going to see some blitzes coming from Devin Lloyd and, and maybe a safety and maybe a corner. So it'll be interesting to see how all of that plays into the way that they attack, uh, or excuse me, attack Anthony Richardson on Sunday. All right, offensively, you know, to me, this, this is where we're really going to know an awful lot about this football team. I, I'm one of those who just believes that if they can maintain what they did a year ago defensively where they allowed 20.6 points a game, they're going to have double-digit victories. It's the offense that is getting all the press, deservedly so, and how much more have they been able to add to this offense with just about everyone returning outside of Marvin Jones and, and obviously Jim Bob Tudor. Camp has been fantastic, but that's what it's like uh, for me. That, that's going to be the most important part of this for me on Sunday, Hayes, um, red zone offense struggled a year ago. Scoring early, even though it improved from 2021, uh, it still only averaged 11 points in the first half a year ago. To me, that is the biggest aspect of this game is for Jacksonville in that first quarter. First drive, second drive, third drive. How many points can you put up so you can get a lead And it's been a long time around here, a very long time around here, where the Jaguars have had the lead, and then you force the opponent, in this case, case, Anthony Richardson and his offense, to become a one-dimensional football team. Absolutely. Rick, who do you think the Colts are going to have the biggest difficulty matching up with when it comes to that Jaguars offense? Well, I mean, you got some rookies um, that are corners. They went out and, and addressed that in the second round with Juju Brents. Um, you know, I, I, Dallas Flowers, uh, Daryl Baker. I, I think any one of their matchups against, um, you know, what you're going to see here uh, offensively with the Jags or really any one of the wide receivers, but certainly I got to look at Calvin Ridley. I mean, I'm going to take my chances with Calvin Ridley against any one of the defensive secondary members that I just mentioned. Yeah, I, I think so too. I and and you can tell that they're eager to get him really going. I mean, obviously you can tell it with Calvin. You could tell that back in May, but I, I you know, I I think the Jaguars, you know, were very vocal about, hey, we gotta we gotta almost put the brakes on Calvin because he wants to go. Well, now the brakes are off. No one wants the brakes mm-hmm. on now. So I, I I would agree with you. Seeing Trevor's anticipation with Calvin is trusting Calvin. I would be surprised if if Calvin Ridley doesn't hit over a hundred yards uh, on Sunday, and uh, and I think Evan Ingram also could have a, a big game as well, just because of how uh, we know Gus Bradley will scheme things up. So uh, it should be fun. I'm looking forward to it. I've got Jags twenty seven thirteen. I don't know, Rick, if uh, if you want to give out in a a pick yet, but uh, but I think the Jaguars win, and I think it's fairly comfortable. No, I think they win as well. I haven't come up with a score just as of yet, um, but I, I, I certainly think they win this game, and it's so important for this team to do just that. It's a favorable uh, schedule early on outside of, of course, next week's game against Kansas City, but it, it just feels like Jacksonville's catching a lot of breaks. You know, We talked about Jonathan Taylor, who's out. You've got arguably their best defensive player and Shaq Leonard, who's in the concussion protocol. I think there's a real good chance he could end up playing. They are pretty stout inside with uh, DeForest Buckner and, and they can get to the quarterback somewhat with, uh, with, with Quinn. 
and overall, or Quiddy Pay, excuse me, overall, I, I just don't see position group, including coaching, I can't give one advantage with Jonathan Taylor out to any position group on this roster. Now, think about that. We're not talking about college football here. We're talking about the NFL, where things are supposed to be the same. Maybe linebacker, if you had a healthy Leonard, but outside of that, uh, Hayes, th- this looks like a one-sided affair Sunday in Indy. I, I agree. I, I and who would have ever thought we'd be talking about you know the Jaguars in this manner? But I, I agree with you. Uh, I mean, other than I'd like to have DeForest Buckner. Uh, you know, I mean, I think he's a really good player. He he obviously would be you know an, an incredible player for for the Jaguars. Uh, but in terms of the units in general. Yeah, I mean, I, there's certainly, certainly offensively, there, I, there's no doubt about it. I mean, maybe you could make a case for the Indianapolis offensive line, but I, I think they've really fallen apart. So, I mean, I think the Jaguar line's better than what some people, you know, believe. Uh, you know, we've seen in in the media them rank 31st in the league. I, I don't, I don't think they're that. I don't think they're great, but I don't think they're that. So, uh, anyway, it's going to be a lot of fun. Want to thank uh, John Spicklemeyer one last time. Spicklemeyer Insurance Agency. Give him a call, 471-7155 for all your car insurance needs. Great guy, uh, and he'll take really good care of you. Huge football fan, and I've known him since high school. Great guy. So you couldn't be in better hands. 471-7155, Spicklemeyer Insurance Agency. Rick, it's here. I'm excited. <laughs> it is. There's no doubt. It's a phenomenal time of year. Got a game Thursday night, and, of course, a full slate Friday, Saturday, and college, and the Jags on the road Sunday to kick off. 2023 season. Want to hear from you and your response? Best way to get me is Blue1010XL on Twitter. How about you? Yes, reach out at Hayes Carline. We always appreciate it. Yeah, we do. We uh, always are thankful for your comments. Okay, uh, Jags on the road. We'll have a complete report next week on our next edition of Death, Taxes, and Duval. It's